0: Hello and welcome to Matters of the Heart. I am Gabriel Gonzalez, heart intelligence coach, teacher and trainer, specialized in the field of heart intelligence. I help people create relationships, lifestyles and careers that they absolutely love. And I do this by showing you how to access your inner resources of love, joy, wisdom and power that are available to you when you start connecting with your emotional, intuitive, energetic, and spiritual heart. Through individual and group coaching programs, online courses, and live seminars, I teach a wholehearted or a heart center approach to personal and spiritual development, emotional mastery, and conscious relationship building. Basically, I'm helping you, or I'm here to help you give birth to the most loving, amazing, joyful, and powerful version of you so that you can create an amazing life. You can find out more about me and the work that I've been called to do in this world by visiting my website, heartintelligencecoach.com, where you will also be able to book a session with me or find out more about my upcoming seminars. Today, we're gonna be talking about the path of the heart and how to follow it. Um, Many of you have different ideas, I certainly did and still do, about what does it actually mean to follow the path of your heart. So by the time we wrap up today our conversation, you will have a deeper, clear understanding of what that will mean to you. And hopefully you will walk out also with some inspired ideas on how to take the next step along your own path. If you're listening to us live and you have a question that you'd like me to answer, please type it in in the Q&A session at the bottom of the Zoom platform, okay? And I'll do my best to get to your question by, before we wrap up our time together. Before we get started as we normally do, let's take a few moments then to center ourselves in our hearts by placing a hand over the middle of our chest. It doesn't matter which one. And beginning to breathe in and out of the heart. And what you want to do is you want to establish, establish what I call an even rhythmic breath. That is the key to activating the sense of what the Institute of Math calls coherence. You want to breathe deep into the heart. You want to breathe slower than you normally would. You know, the way you, you would be uh, breathing when you are in the arms of someone that you love or when you are uh, alone by yourself and just about just about ready to fall asleep you know that moment just before you fall asleep you want to breathe like that it's a sense of relaxation and you want to breathe rhythmically which means that you must have the inhale and the exhale are approximately the same length. The moment you begin to do that and then you begin to put on, draw a little smile, and you begin to evoke the feelings of love, appreciation, care, compassion, at that moment your heart's frequency shifts. It changes and begins to um, vibrate at the frequency of 0.1 hertz. That is the magic frequency that opens the heart and begins to create the deeper connection between the heart and the brain. As you breathe in and out of the heart, I want you to think about someone that you love. Just bring into your mind, into your memory, somebody that you love, that you deeply care for. And as you are remembering them and breathing in and out of your heart, listen to the following invocation, the following prayer. As I speak on your behalf and my behalf and on behalf of everyone who's listening to us today and on behalf of our loved ones, people that we care, that we care for, (laughs) recognizing that right here, right now, we are attuning and connecting our hearts with the central heart of God, our father, mother in heaven the central sun, as some of our ancestral traditions refer to it, and that through this connection, we're also connecting to the heart of the Christ, the heart of the Buddha, the heart of what the Sufis call the man that lives inside the heart, the beloved. And in doing so, we are activating within our own hearts the frequencies of love, wisdom, and power what the ascended master schools refer to as the threefold flame is side of our hearts or in the Christian tradition the Christian tradition referred to simply as the flame of the Christ with every inhalation we amplify magnify ignite and balance these three flames of love wisdom and power recognizing that within our hearts There is the love, the wisdom, and the power of God, of Christ, of Buddha, of Krishna, of all our ascended masters and teachers who pointed to the heart as the way to access the greatest power that we human beings have. Which is why Jesus the Christ always unified himself with the heart of Christ by speaking and affirming that he and the father were one in the same way we are attuning into our hearts and saying we in the heart of Christ the heart of Buddha the heart of Krishna are the same and therefore through them we're also one with the heart of our heavenly father and mother that's why these beings are referred to as intercessors or mediators bridges Ascended beings who haven't ascended their humanity or transcended, rather, their humanity to reach a higher level of awareness through their connection with the divine. In the same name in nature, we do this, amplifying within ourselves the love, the wisdom, and the power. Knowing that as we begin to access and balance these energies within our own hearts, our hearts begin to now open, shifting the vibrational frequency that begins to draw towards us right now deeper, more loving relationships with ourselves and with people in our lives. It also draws unto us greater abundance, prosperity, and the resources to support our lives. It draws towards us more clients, more people for us to serve, and a deeper connection with our own life purpose. And it draws to us the courage, the power, the determination to continue to take the next steps along our journey. So, we access the wisdom, that aspect of ourselves that knows that it knows that it knows that we are more than our bodies, our hearts, and our minds and our spirits. We are part of an infinite field of love, wisdom, and power. Call it God, call it Spirit, call it Source, whatever you want to call it, but just call it forth through and by means of your heart and recognize that through this connection, you can access all the wisdom, all the love, all the power necessary. For the unfoldment of your life mission on this planet. For this knowing, we give thanks for the greater loving intelligence that live within our own hearts, the one that we connect to by means of our heart. We are infinitely grateful for the many blessings and the miracles that are already even now taking place in our lives by reestablishing, rekindling, amplifying, and magnifying this connection we remained all grateful and thankful in this moment and now unto forevermore. And it is so, and so it is. Hmm. I don't know what it is about this prayer of the heart where you take the moment to connect, breathe into your heart and call forth love, wisdom, and power that for me, it, Instantly just raises my vibrational level and I I get a sense of like tingling around my fingers and and my face and I just feel more alive, which is one of the reasons why I think uh, Joseph Campbell, my favorite teachers and authors, um, I consider him one of my one of my masters, one of my counsel. Um, He was a professor in NYU of mythology And once he wrote saying that while most people seem to be searching for the meaning of life, what deep down the majority of us are really truly longing for is the experience of being fully alive. And I could not agree more wholeheartedly. Can you think of the last time when you felt fully alive, when you felt? The sense of openness, the sense of where you were just taking in your entire surroundings, your environment, or maybe you were in a, in a conversation with someone where you were feeling deeply heard and received and connected. Uh, or perhaps you were out in nature doing something that you enjoyed or perhaps you were um, dancing to music or something. Um, yeah, you know, I believe that this this thing that we call the connection with our heart more often than not, um, it has to be established not necessarily through our minds, but through our bodies. It's one of the things that um, I introduce participants of the Path of the Heart seminar, which is my introductory seminar for people who are new to my work. Uh, we do a lot of work in the body because I believe that it is through sound, touch, and movement we begin to access our hearts It's something that is really difficult to do when you are online which is why I want to encourage you uh, at some point when you're ready to take the next step with me and, and come to one of my live seminars where you get to experiences for yourself um, and if not just do what I do I pretty much begin every day um, by moving into my body through music <laughs> through music um, and one of the best ways that you can do this is dancing even if you don't feel like it you will be surprised as as what happened uh the moment you put some nice music music obviously that inspires you and uh and begin to move your body that in itself will literally begin to uh, move you into into not just the physical body but also into your heart especially uh through the use of music um I was watching this television series uh, a few weeks back. Um, I can't remember the name right now. of The series um, it'll come to me in, in just a moment, but it's uh, it's one of those um, um, one of those series about uh, detectives, and it's a, a man and a woman, and she was shot. They were partners, and she was shot, um, and obviously that unravels the entire you know um, drama of the series, the, the storyline. But they are perfect opposites. They're actually complements of each other. She's very much in her heart and her body and her sensuality and her, her emotions. And she wants to dance and she wants to, um, yeah, she wants to get him to dance. But he's stuck in his head. <laughs> he is really afraid to allow himself to dance, to move, to uh, be intimate with her. And uh, she sings this song. It's, it's by a lady named Tina. I forgot, I forgot Tina's name. Uh, Tina Walters or Tina Waters, I think it is. She's like a pop diva from the 70s. And you may remember the song. The song goes, I, I love to dance. So I. Uh, I love to love. That's how it goes. I love to love, but my baby, he loves to dance. He loves to dance. He loves to dance. But there's no time for our romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I love that song because it speaks about not just, uh, I, I know it's, uh, it reminds me of, of beautiful moments in the series, but also speaks to, um, yeah, the dance of, of, of love. Uh, what makes two partners, um, yeah, complementary to each other. You know, one it's passionate about the romance and the other one wants to just move and travel and experience life, um, which speaks to two different paths of love, but ultimately to the one heart. So you're probably wondering, <laughs> why, why am I talking about all of these things? Well, today we're talking about the path of the heart, the path of the heart. I often like to say that the heart and the path are the same. You know, when I'm talking about the path being the heart, I'm not necessarily speaking about a spiritual path, though that I believe is obviously a part of it. All right, there's the emphasis I speak about moving into the heart through sound, touch, music, or anything, is because that is what I believe begins to move you into this loving, wise, Infinitely powerful aspect of yourself, more than a spiritual path or a path of love or compassion, as it is taught as by many spiritual masters uh, and many spiritual schools, which obviously include Jesus, the Buddha, um, or the path of the heart is. I want you to think of it as the path of courage, and vulnerability, the path of surrender. Right? It's a path that requires you to somehow leave the safety and the comfort of the life that has been planned for you, that your parents planned for you, or that society planned for you, um, or that you believe that, that, that somehow it's, you deserve because you're entitled to it. And let go of all of that and begin to take the necessary steps to actually go after your destiny. Start creating the destiny, what Joseph Campbell will refer to as the life that is waiting for you. Not the one that you plan, but the one that is waiting for you. Now, the paradox of this path is that to get you out of the life that is comfortable, you somehow have to begin to create a vision for a new life. But the truth is, because the path is unique to every person. Which means, if you are walking up on a path and there is a path, it literally means that is not your path; it's somebody else's path. Think of it: if you go out in nature and you're walking, you know, you're you are sort of lost in the woods, in the woods, and suddenly you see a path, and you go, "Oh my God, here's the path. This will take me somewhere." Well, the path of the heart: if you find a path, it's not your path, because the truth is. As the Spanish song, navegante, no hay caminos, es el camino al andar, which means um, pilgrim or um, uh, the person that journeys. There's no such thing as a path. You make the path as you go. You make it up as you go along, as I often like to tell my clients. Um, The same thing is for that thing that you believe deep down it's meant for you. But what is required is that you set up on some kind of a, you begin to create some kind of a journey uh, or begin to plan so that you can leave the comfort, um, your comfort life. Uh, Recently uh, I've been watching this television series on Netflix um, called Vikings produced by the history channel. And, you know, they setting out, this Northmen are setting out to conquer um, England. And, but, and so they set out to go out to England, but instead they arrive in France, which they were not planning to get there. And obviously the, they are met with a completely different, um, um, yeah, opposing force that they were not imagining them. But for some of them, it takes them into their highest purpose, their highest destiny. Um, some of them meet their soulmates and, and a kingdom and enriches uh, beyond their wildest imagination, so it's the same way you know we we leave the comfort of what we believe is you know the the, our default life if you may to embark on a journey that we'll leave will that we believe will take us somewhere but that in the end takes us into a completely different place you know i when i speak uh, about the heart the heart of the path or the path of the heart um I often like to refer to as um, to my own experience coming to South Africa Uh, 11 years ago nearly 12 years ago I was leaving a very comfortable life in Los Angeles as a a film producer slash director and um, was leaving what I thought was the life that I was entitled to I wanted to be an actor and had worked really hard to get to where I was and suddenly I was invited to come to South Africa to produce a second film, which I was very excited. And once I got here, if you've been following my work for a while, then you know the, the rest of the story. But if you're new to my, my own story of how I got started on this journey as a hard intelligence coach, what happened after I arrived in, in South Africa within three months, my entire life and things that I valued very dearly fell completely apart. When first I was mugged and my passport and ID and credit card money was taken from me. And then a few days later, I was, fo- I was fired from my job as a producer. They pulled the plug on the project that I was working on. And then, um, and then the following week, my mother passed away. She had just been diagnosed with lung cancer um, just uh, the month before. And uh, suddenly my life came crashing um, and fell apart. I could not leave South Africa because I did not have a passport. I didn't have money. I didn't have credit cards. Um, and I was, it was a place where I didn't know anyone. Um, and in the middle of all that pain, in the middle of all that, um, yeah, that having lost, middle of all that grief, it's um, That's when I really started connecting with my heart and began to see that the life that I had been living up until that moment was really centered around my own vanity, my own egocentrism, you know? Uh, it was all about me, 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 me. And then uh, along that process, I started realizing that, um, that there was really not a whole lot of meaning in that life, that I had become addicted, that I had really lost my way. The way of my heart what my heart was really longing for you know to quote um, Joseph Campbell I, whom I just spoke about a few moments ago I um, I was really not feeling alive anymore I was feeling dead you know to the world I was a success I was a producer I was living in Los Angeles uh, I was doing what I thought I loved But the truth is I was working for other people in their projects and I was feeling creatively dead, Um, really trading in money for uh, hours. And while my spirit and my heart was just shrinking, I didn't really feel like my, I was making, um, I was making much of a difference in people's lives. And, you know, when, when all these things happen and I lost my, mother and my job and my id and like all these things and suddenly find myself having to start life again uh in a country where where i was limited um you know one uh, one, one of the things i i remembered was that there was a particular night when i was living in los angeles where i remember um i was feeling very alone very disconnected i was I was connected with what I, I can only refer to as my void. I don't know if you've ever experienced moments in your life when, 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 when everybody leaves and it's just you um, and then you feel this deep feeling in your gut. You feel it especially in your gut where you feel very alone um, and you want to go fill it with drugs, alcohol, uh, social media, food—I don't know anything that you can just run away from it. But if so, by some reason, somehow, you sit with it in the middle of that pain and that void, um, you find yourself that it's 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 very uncomfortable to be there. And I remember there was such night in 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 Los Angeles where I was in this void and sitting in my dissatisfaction. This. Empty space inside of me. And I remember speaking out loud to God. And I remember saying something along the lines of, God, I feel so empty inside. This can't be what you really have in store for me. I mean, this can't be, this can't be really like how I'm going to end up living my life. There's got to be something more, you know. And I remember thinking to myself, well, you know what, maybe I should just get the hell out of here someday and go to like Africa and like go work work somewhere where I'm actually making the difference in the life of someone. And lo and behold, within two, three years after that, I think it was about two years after that, I was invited to produce this film, came to South Africa, and then my whole life fell apart. And then... Just as things fall apart, they have a tendency to create space for something new to be built. And it was around that, the new space and the new order of thinking and the wisdom that began to flow from my heart that I began to be guided Um, at the very beginning by taking little baby steps, working for an NGO, then going back to school to study uh, to become a New Thought Ancient Wisdom minister and began a spiritual counseling practice, which then evolved into coaching, which then evolved into the work that I'm doing now. But as I said at the very beginning, my life fell apart because that is a thing about anybody who chooses to follow the path of their heart. Um, the moment you make the choice that that is what you want to do, What you will experience is your life as you know it will begin to slowly come undone, begin to fall apart. The new will have to be built upon a new awareness of or consciousness of love, the wisdom of your heart and the greater power of your source. Which means that all those things that are no longer in alignment with that will also have to leave. Okay. Um, You know, it's... um, you'll find that as you follow your own path of your own heart, that, um, that ultimately the, the spiritual aspect of this path, because it is ultimately a spiritual path, you know, anyway, you know for me, spirituality, ultimately, it's, um, it's a measure of how loving I am being. That's really what it is. If you think about every major spiritual tradition, the end result is obviously to make us more loving, more compassionate. Um, human beings, and, and somehow realign us with these with these principles of of the Godhead, if you may, or the virtues of God. And so, the the path requires for many of us more than anything that we let go and surrender. It's a path. That's why I refer to it as as number one is a path of surrender. It's, it requires that we let go of our own ideas of how things should be, right? and begin to actually begin to surrender to a higher possibility for our lives, a higher possibility for being in relationship to others. It's also a path of vulnerability, because to be able to really sit with, to be able to access the inner wisdom, the guidance of your own heart, also requires that you develop your capacity to feel your pain, to feel your pain, to tune in into your emotional body. Our hearts, more than than likely for the majority of us, speaks through our feelings, through our deepest emotions. And if you're not in your body and you're not really willing to be vulnerable enough to own those emotions, to sit with those emotions, to be with those emotions, how can you access then the wisdom that begins to flow from that aspect of yourself? You can't. You can't. So it requires great vulnerability. And it also it requires a tremendous amount of courage. In courage, you know, the courage, the word courage is a word that is made up of two words, coup in French, which means heart and the word rage. So it's the like the raising, the, the anger of the heart. But it really means is it's the ability to act. In spite of fear, when is your heart raising? When you're feeling fully alive, right? When your endocrine system, it's through your um, your adrenal glands, just release a shot of adrenaline, which is letting your body know, and your central nervous system, and your autonomic nervous system, that you need to prepare for action. And so, this action may scare you, doing something that it you would normally not do, which is you know, it speaks to stepping out of your comfort zone into your discomfort zone, you know, embarking on the path of the heart for the many of us will mean doing things that for the majority of us will be very uncomfortable, will be out of character for many of us, but that is what is required. So I consider myself a, uh, a student of this path that I call the path of the heart. And again, this, the path of the heart will mean different things to many different people. So what I want to do now is I want to share with you my own definition that I came to. When I first started exploring this path, writing about it, sharing with others what I was learning and what I now have basically, um, yeah, define in, in some of the articles and, and, and uh, things that I've written and how I share it in my life seminars and with my clients. The path of the heart is the journey that you embark on when you make the decision to love yourself enough to courageously go after 100% of what you believe in your mind and you know deep in your heart is possible. In the process, you transform yourself and you change the world. I'm going to say this one more time because I want this to really land in your heart. The path of your heart is the journey that you embark on when you make the decision to love yourself enough to courageously go after 100% of what you believe in your mind and you know deep in your heart is possible. Along the journey, you transform yourself and you change the world. Now, notice that first thing I do is, I refer to it as a journey, which means you have to get out of your ass and you have to start walking it, okay? The path of the heart that ultimately, as um, I can't remember who it was, it was Meister Eckert or um, maybe even Joseph Campbell referred to it as it's the journey, it's, it's, it's the journey that we travel from the 12 inches from our brains to our hearts. Fortunately, for the majority of us, it really requires us that we get out of our asses and begin to do things differently. And for so many, for many of us, requires that we take some kind of an action. Okay, even though at times you may not know where you're going, you know, the most important thing is that you get started. You get started. As I said, my journey began when I made the decision to stay in South Africa and not go back to Los Angeles. I had no idea at that time where I was going to live, how I was going to make money, um, how I was going to deal with the, the immigration authorities. Uh, because what was happening at that time was literally, you know, I didn't have a passport. I didn't have a permit. I could not fly out of the country. Um, I could not go to my embassy. You know, I'm originally a Venezuelan national. And so I couldn't go to the embassy, uh, cause I didn't have a passport to travel or a credit card to buy an airplane ticket. It's 12 hours driving distance, uh, from here, from Cape town. Um, yet I made a de- decision to stay in South Africa. I, even though I had no idea how I was going to support myself, and then the next the next thing that happened was um, I was invited to a um, to a meditation uh, at this center, and so I went to the meditation center and I saw this beautiful place, and I saw a sign on the wall that said "Volunteers Wanted," and so um, I made a decision to go there a couple of weeks later just to meet the people at the organization. And then, um, we had some coffee. Uh, I walked into the office and I told them a little bit about me and told them about what had happened. And then they said to me, well, um, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm really good with computers. I mean, those years I was working as a, as a producer at done a lot of work on computers and on spreadsheets and production schedules and budgets and all of that. So I said to them, well, I can help you guys with computer stuff. I'm pretty good at that. And that's how my journey began. (laughs) They offered me a three-year volunteer um, visa and a program to stay in South Africa. And so notice that... I, w- I began to create a new path with every decision that I was making I realized that something deeper within me was guiding me something deeper within me was guiding me and and you know I often say the heart is the path and the path is the heart so the heart is the path and the path is the heart you know you'll, you'll hear me say this and over and over and over again and when i began this this conversation today i spoke about what the ascended master schools refer to as the threefold flame of the heart the threefold flame of love wisdom and power also referred to as the the flame of the heart of christ or the sacred heart of christ so notice that what we are accessing when you begin to access the moment you really begin to align with your energetic heart. When I talk about the heart, I want you to think of these three aspects of your heart. Your heart is physically is, it's a pump. It generates electromagnetic energy, keeps you alive, uh, keeps your body warm, pumps your blood. It does all those beautiful things. Emotionally, it is the center of your emotional system. Uh, it is part of the endocrine system. It communicates through the rest of your body, through nerves. And through hormones it's a hormone producing gland Um, energetically and spiritually it also is your connecting point with spirit with source with your soul all right so it is your capacity to tune and line and connect with these three aspects of your heart love wisdom and power right what allows you ultimately to begin to follow your heart you cannot really follow your heart unless you're attuning to one the love inside your heart, two, the intelligence or the wisdom inside of your heart, and then three, the, the deeper sense of power, though, you know that comes from taking action, acting with courage, with determination um, that comes when you know something. it's the right thing. that's where the word "valor" comes from. All right when when, when I when we normally in our literature in our everyday conversations speak about, well, oh, I'm just following my heart, you know what, what that really means. Um, more specifically, is number one, I am doing the loving thing. That's what it means. You know you you wanna you wanna follow your heart every day in your relationships in particular situations. If you just simply ask yourself a question, well, what would love do? what would love have me do? If I was a full embodiment of love right now, what would love through me do? You, you're able to answer that question, then you know at that moment by doing the loving thing or what somebody would call the right thing. But the right thing that's coming from love, that's, that's the beginning of you beginning to love yourself, really. And that's why I talk about being a journey that where you are following love You're beginning you're coming from a place of love the main reason you're embarking on this journey journey is out of love and respect for yourself which means in many ways it's a selfish path you're doing it for you out of self-love for the only purpose of discovering more of yourself growing yourself expanding yourself understanding yourself which basically means that it ultimately is a path of self-awareness, of self-leadership, and self-mastery. Okay, so it begins there. And it is through this love, which is not just an energetic field or an emotion, but it really is an intelligence itself that you begin to access a deeper sense of knowing. You know, the, 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 the wisdom of the heart it's not a rational thing. It's one of the things I spoke about in the initial episode of Matters of the Heart when I met when I said that um there's no such thing as mind over matters of the heart. The heart physically it contains its own network of neural cells. It contains what the neurocardiologists call the heart brain, which is a little cluster of approximately 40,000 neural cells that have the capacity to think independent then the brain what does that mean it means that your heart has intelligence as wisdom has a capacity to learn and not only that it has a capacity also to override the brain and give you access to this knowing you know there it's it's actually no no accident that in our vocabulary in our syntax whenever we communicate we say I know this in my heart have you ever been in a situation um, where your head tells you one thing, like if you just do the math, if you do the number, if you just look at the rational aspect of a particular situation, like, you know, well, this is what's going to happen. Then you know in your heart that there's a whole different reality. You just know. Or have you ever known, for example, that something's going to happen in your life, but you just don't know why? You don't have the proof or how this is going to happen, but you just know. You just know. And you know that, that is the same level of intelligence that I began to access where when I moved to South Africa and my mind was trying to come up with all these different ways of how am I going to make a living? How am I going to make money? How am I going to make it work? I had no idea. But when I checked in with my heart and when I tune in into what's happening in my heart, There was just a deep sense of knowing that i was going to be okay and that i would be taken care of and that everything was going to be okay you know right now um i'm going through a uh, a challenge in in one of my primary relationships um and when i look at things from a rational perspective in this particular relationship the truth is a lot of it does not make sense It does not make sense. (laughs) But when I check in with my heart, the information that I receive, which is very succinct, you know, the you notice you will know when you're in your heart, when you're following the wisdom of your heart, because the heart communicates very succinctly. It's just a deep sense of knowing. But when you're in your head, there will be a story and there will be a rationality and explanations. And you know, like that is what I call it's the the brain or the mind or the rational thinking trying to impersonate the heart okay uh for me that's not the heart the heart is it just speaks in a deeper sense of knowing there's no that rational aspect you know there's no the proof that you can just look at something and say well here's the proof why i know this (laughs) you know no this is just a deep sense of knowing and so when I checked in with myself in this particular relationship, and I come into my heart, there's just this, this deep feeling inside that says, everything, everything is unfolding exactly the way that it should for the highest good of everyone. And right here, right now, the right things are happening and everything, it's going to work out better than you ever even imagined thought or believed possible. And then, of course, when I'm out of my heart and I go into my head, the mind wants to figure out how I'm going to make it work out great and beautifully. But my heart just keeps telling me, nah, just be here now. Continue to, continue to be in the flow. You know, the, the heart will oftentimes speak to you um, in terms of its wisdom that it wants you to follow oftentimes through some kind of a metaphor um, or even an image Image and um, when I was when I was feeling into the situation, I I got this image that I was on a on a boat going down the river, and the the image just sort of let me know you allow surrender to the river, surrender to what is happening in this relationship right now. Don't try to change it. Don't try to impose your way. Don't try to do the right thing. Don't try to fix it. Just allow things to unfold. And just like when you're in in a canoe or a river or if you've ever been in a paddle boat, once you allow yourself the – you give yourself permission to allow the river to take you, right, then you know when or how to avoid the rocks, where to turn. You know what the right action is, but it on- the action only becomes uh, apparent and clear to you the moment that you are actually moving. So it's the same way. This the guidance that I'm receiving in this particular situation. Is just simply allow yourself surrender to what is happening. Don't try to change it, and you will know when the right time will come to take the action. All right. So that's what it means to follow your heart in a particular situation or a particular relationship right where the where from a rational perspective the mind would like us to take some kind of an action right it's very it operates on a linear paradigm that's also one of the big difference between kind of following the path of your mind versus following the path of your heart the the path of the mind is oftentimes very linear if i do this this will happen if they say this, I will do this other thing. If then that, it operates kind of like a um, like a computer program in many ways. Very linear based: past, present, future. Which I'm not saying should be discarded. It definitely, it definitely, it's it, it needs to also be integrated because the whole idea is not just to follow your 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 mind. Uh, sorry, your heart. Really, the whole idea is to allow the heart. To lead, you know, your heart electromagnetically. Once this frequency of 0.1 hertz is activated within your heart, because your heart generates the largest electromagnetic field, the electromagnetic field expands in all directions, and what it will do is it will integrate or align your intelligence of your mind and the intelligence of your gut. That's where you feel that rage, so that you can then take whatever action it is from a, unified, um, from a unified kingdom, if you may. You know, when you think of uh, in the Taoist traditions, they, they refer to the heart, the Chi- ancient Chinese referred to the heart as the emperor, to the head as the king, the ruler, and to the gut, which is our third intelligence system or major intelligence system they refer to the god as the samurai samurai or the warrior the soldier he's the one that goes to battle he's the one that goes gets things done um and so when when the emperor takes charge of the kingdom uh, which is where the nobility reside, where the, which is where the lineage the honor is um and both the king and the samurai, the fighter, or the army, if you may, um, are now in alignment with the virtue of the emperor, then you have a kingdom that is very powerful. And that's, that's what I mean when I talk about the power that the heart has then to create miracles in your life once you begin to act from what I call alignment, when, both, when what you think, what you feel, and what you do are in alignment when you are walking in a direction or taking action where what you're doing not only makes sense at some level, but it also feels right in your heart. And then also, as you take steps, it requires some courage and obviously a little bit of emotional discomfort. That's what I mean about the samurai. The samurai is a part of you that is taking action. And it's called courage because it literally means that. It means the rage, the rage of the heart. Right. That's why I like to always say that to follow your heart is not for the, you know, it's not for the, you know, most people think that, oh, I'm just going to follow my heart. And for a lot of people, that means I'm just going to join some kind of a community and we're going to sit by the fire and hold hands and sing Kumbaya and tell each other how much we love each other. And we just like, we're all heart center people. <laughs> but the truth is following your heart oftentimes means doing the most uncomfortable thing. Uh, saying the most uncomfortable thing, asking for something that is very uncomfortable to ask, um, doing things that would probably get you um, other people's criticism uh, will probably disappoint people in, in, in many ways. Um, you know, I often, I, often, I often tell my clients that if you are not pissing somebody off, then you're not really following your path. Because to follow your path means that you're going to have to say no to a lot of people. I mean, because here's the thing, that once, if you think of this, that you're going to follow your path and it's a particular direction that you're feeling called to do, uh, when you're operating from the, the call it your, the race consciousness or the way most people think traditionally, um, people are going to start looking at you like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong with you? You know, it's one of the things my, my little brother always um, complains about me. You know, he, I remember one time we had this heart to heart conversation and he said to me, Gabriel, I don't understand you. It's like you wanted to be an actor and then you put all these seven years in Venezuela, uh, work your way up. You, you were starring in your first soap operas and just when things were starting to go well and you left all of that to move to LA to start all over again from scratch, and then you were an extra. And then it took you seven, eight years to work your way up. And now you are working for a, a studio. You just produce and direct your first phone. Then you leave all of that to go to South Africa where you don't know anybody um, to start a whole new business and to become a minister and to become a coach. And I'm just going like, what the? F-? Like, Gabriel's crazy. And it's true. <laughs> I am. I am in the sense of you know I I have not seen any of I, I've been just following what my heart has been asking me to do because that's the thing about the path of the heart is that it will take you on a journey that ultimately will not be about that thing that you think that you want you know for some of you maybe leaving a corporate job and starting your own business uh, for some of you, it might be going after a, the relationship of your dreams. Some of you might be moving to a new country. What it, you know, it, it will mean something different for you at different aspects and you know, different moments of your life. Um, but just remember that ultimately, at the end of the day, it's never going to be about the relationship or the, the retreat center that you build or the successful practice or the million dollars that you wanted to have. It will never be about that. It will always ultimately be about the transformation that you had to undergo, the kind of a person that you had to become in order to follow this path. I mean, I can tell you that in the 12 years that I've been in South Africa, since I went on this journey, when I look back at the Gabriel that arrived here, and I look at what I would say were all my addictions at that time: addiction to social media, addiction to alcohol, addiction to sex, to pornography, addiction to being liked, to being liked. I was, a, I was a, I was definitely a, a people pleaser. Um, you know, when I look at that person that I was back then, and I look at who I have become twelve years later, it's like I don't recognize myself. I literally I look at myself on sometimes in pictures or in the mirror. I mean, obviously I've aged, but when I look at the person looking back at me, there's this deep sense of like, wow, I'm really glad to be who I am or to be to be becoming, I don't know if that sounds that's actually grammatically correct, but it feels right, to be becoming this person uh, that I am becoming. Ultimately, I am becoming a, a, um, a newer, uh, upgraded, more loving, more compassionate, uh, more courageous version of myself. And that ultimately is what the path is about. You know, Christ was on the path of the heart because he was on the path of becoming one with the love of the creator through forgiveness, through compassion. I mean, to the point of giving his own life for his brothers and sisters, that's the ultimate act of love. Um, same thing with Buddha as he followed the path of compassion and taught it and lived it and surrender all his humanity um, in favor of becoming a more compassionate, light being. And so if your path is not making you more loving, uh, more compassionate, more forgiving. If your path is not making you wiser, which means you're beginning to be guided by a, a larger uh, intelligence that is, connects you to all of life and allows you to know things before they happen or to know what relationship is right for you, what direction is right for you. Not because someone told you or because some guru told you or because you read it in a book, but because your inner, inner sense of direction, compass, intuition, whatever you want to call this, this inner knowing is guiding you. Um, if, you're, if you're not taking the time to do things uh, from a place of power uh, and a place of courage, which means taking, doing things that are un- uncomfortable, which means standing in your own power, asking others for what you want, for what you need. Um, Communicating your truth, expressing your truth. You know, when we normally, when we normally, in our culture, whenever we say, let's have a heart-to-heart conversation, Gabriel, uh, or whatever the name of the person is that you're talking to, what does that mean? It means, let's, 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 Let's tell our truth as it is, you know, and that is the power of the truth. It's so powerful. That's why it sets you free because there's great power in truth. The moment you start or you stop lying to yourself and you begin to tell yourself the truth about you, uh, there's that is a great moment of power. It's that place that I was talking about um, earlier when I was in Los Angeles and I was facing my own void, my own emptiness. And I told myself the truth about how unhappy I was. Are you willing to love yourself that much to begin to tell yourself the truth about your life right now? Are you willing to begin to tell people in your life the truth about you? What it is that your heart is longing for? What it is that is your soul, because your heart is ultimately your communication center with your soul. Your soul communicates to you through your heart. You know, in the Taoist tradition, is referred to. Your heart is referred to as the message center. Message center. You know, so think of it as like um, your email, right? We get we get messages from people all over the world, but how do you receive them? Well. Through a message center. It's like a particular little place that you go to to access this information. Well, your heart is pretty much the same thing. It's a little center where you get to access all these messages from your soul, which is why the same tradition, the Taoist tradition, referred to as the heart, as in Chinese, they called it the, the Ling Gong or Soul's Temple, the Temple of the Soul, in which they believed. That at the time of conception, a little soul would leave the heavens, right? The heart of God, and this little soul would lodge itself in the lingon, in the temple of the soul. In other words, the soul would come to its little temple. That the little house in which Brahman leaves, the little castle of Brahman in the Upanishads tradition. So what would this soul contain well the chinese word basically revealed it the chinese word and and that they use was the tian Ming. and the tian Ming means in chinese heaven's orders heaven's orders it means that at the time of your conception your soul which contain heaven's orders or your your higher purpose for your life or your life mission Right was placed inside your heart, which is where your your treasure from the heavens really lives. You know, it's it's what is what led Carl Jung to say that he who looks inside, uh, how does it go? He who looks outside dreams, and he who looks inside awakens. So the path of the heart is ultimately a path of awakening to the love, the wisdom and the power that is contained not only in, but through your heart. It is a path of surrender because you need to let go of, let go of whatever you think you plan or other people plan for you or hope for you. Begin to surrender and or begin to, yeah, move in the direction of, of what the life that is actually waiting for you, the relationships, the friendships, the clients, the the whole new way of being that is waiting for you. It is a path of vulnerability because it requires that you come into your body and give yourself permission to feel, to feel into your heart. I'm sensitive to really listen to your heart. Listening to your heart means really to feel your heart. And then finally, it's a path of courage because it requires you to start then taking action, beginning to take some steps in the direction, even though you have no idea where you're going. In fact, you will not know for a very long time where you are going. It's like you are being guided. Have you ever been, have you ever gotten in a car? I mean, that that happened to me when I was in Europe and in this last trip in the U.S., where I'm relying so much on Google Maps you know, to take me where I need to go. And so that's one of the things uh, that I have, you know, that I have, um, yeah, that, that, that I've taken from me from the experience. is like, I know this is where I'm going. I put it in here and I'm just trusting <laughs> that if I just turn left here, if I turn right here, if I keep going straight, I will get there. All right. So I want you to think of the path your heart guiding you in the very same way, whether if that's a relationship with a soulmate, whether if that's the fulfilling of your highest purpose, whatever it is, that you just simply, you're being guided moment to moment by an intelligence, a wisdom, a power that lives inside of you. And that it's just taking you, it's just giving you the baby steps, the baby steps that you need to take. You can't not see the full picture yet. Over time, as you travel, as you gain an altitude, as your connection with your own heart deepens, um, you begin to see the bigger picture. But at the very beginning, it's almost like you you don't know quite yet where you're going. But you have an idea. You have a sense of direction where you're headed. Okay, like like for example, like I knew um, I knew my path was not going back to the U.S. I knew my path was staying here in South Africa. So that's direction. It's like I know. This is where I'm going. No, I'm staying here. So that's direction. All right. So it's the same thing. All right. We have unfortunately come. I cannot believe it. Um, There were so many other things I had here on my notes I wanted to share with you. But unfortunately, our time is up. So what are you taking with you? What are some of the key ideas that have really spoken to you about my story that I have shared with you? You know, what are, what, what is, ins- what of what I've have shared with you here today is inspiring you. Um, Teresa, thank you very much for your comment. Teresa is saying, Gabriel, your story is more exciting than the born identity. <laughs> well, it was almost like being born again. Um, and your life is more authentic and more useful to humanity than the born series. You should produce a movie of your journey to South Africa as a hard coach, uh, with you as the main actor. You may read this note. Uh, thank you very much, Teresa. Um, you know, I know that we're talking about a sense of knowing. I know deep in my heart that the time will come where I will be, uh, using again, film and media, uh, to teach and to share what i'm learning it's one of the reasons actually why i decided to start doing this podcast once again to sort of begin to get that into the flow i began this series of podcasts uh because my heart told me to really There was just a deep sense of deep sense of knowing that this was this just the next uh step so thank you teresa for recognizing that i appreciate you yeah you you sharing that and 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 reaching out, because it takes courage to, to speak your, your truth and what you see. All right, if you have really enjoyed today's topic and you want to learn more about uh, what coaching can do or participating in one of my live seminars, I invite you to come to my website, heartintelligencecoach.com, where you can book a session, you can check out my upcoming schedule of seminars around the world, um, and check out also my online courses. I hope that what you have learned here today will inspire you to live a more, um, yeah, more amazing heart centered life. One that where you are really following the love, the wisdom, and the power of your own heart, or just simply the path of your own heart. Remembering always that it is through your heart connection, through the love, the wisdom, and the power of your heart. that you begin to access a greater field of intelligence and love and wisdom and power that will literally, over time, will transform your life. The people that you are relating with will transform your bank account. Yes, it will. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know the connection between abundance and, and, um, and your heart. But think about it. Where does money come from? Doesn't the money that you get ultimately come from other people? really I mean, people that hire you the people that pay you somehow because you're exchanging some kind of a good or service well the more loving you become uh, the more amplifier magnetic you become the more people want to spend time with you the more people will be willing to pay money to have you work for them hang out with them you know so you're the, the bigger your heart um, when you're really when you're really working at the level of serve from a place of service using your creativity and working from a place of deservingness will increase your financial prosperity and abundance because again, it will deepen your connection with people and give you a deeper sense of um, the opportunity to serve other people. Please remember that there's no such a thing as mind over matters of the heart, for your heart is ultimately the central connecting place that unifies you with the love, the wisdom, and the power of God, the Spirit and source until the next time we meet take care of yourself be loved be loving be wise and be powerful and be amazing i send you all of my love thank you very much for being here with me today i really appreciate you bye-bye